0: It's the last two weeks of the NFL regular season and there is a lot to be decided and a couple of huge games on the slate. So we are going to recap Thursday Night Football and preview a couple of the week's biggest games and all this is coming up next on The House Call. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Gridiron segment here at House Call Sports. I'm here with Sammy, Joe, and Lawrence. My name is Matt. And before we recap Thursday night football and preview a few of these Week 17 matchups, I want to give a shout-out to the sponsor of this video, and that is Vivid Seats. This is the most trustworthy and easy-to-navigate ticketing website. They have reliable and rewarding tickets, a 100% Buyer guarantee, which is your transaction will be safe and secure. You will get full service customer care and be compensated for any canceled events. And it's got the only ticketing rewards program around. All that means is to say, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's almost time for the NFL playoffs. So I know there's a playoff or a huge game down the stretch for you to go to. So go to it, go to it now and grab your seats at Vivid Seats. They're guaranteed. So hit the link in the description to go sit vividly now. Let's get into this Thursday night football game that saw Joe Flacco, who was big chilling on his couch like a month and a half ago, dice up the vaunted Jets secondary in the first half for almost 300 yards, and then cruise to a dominating 37-20 to 20 win on Thursday night, and the Cleveland Browns have clinched their second playoff berth in the last four seasons, and actually have a shot at their division still, and the number one seed in the AFC if the, uh, the Ravens' ending schedule doesn't go according to plan for them. But, this is a team that has seen four different quarterbacks start. Multiple games and has still found a way into the playoffs. So, I want to talk about this team's playoff potential considering how good they've looked with, you know, good quarterback play since Joe Flacco has got there, which sounds weird to say considering it isn't 2013. So, Joe, I'm going to kick it to you, my friend. What do you think about this Browns team? Can they make a Super Bowl run out of the AFC? Absolutely. I mean,
1: this, okay, let's just look at it from, you know, what they got. They got a top five defense, they got a solid run game. We got a pretty good wide receiver core and a tight end who's arguably playing like a top five tight end right now. Pretty good offensive line. They have all the makings of a Super Bowl team. They have all the makings of a playoff team. They have everything you want for a playoff team. The only thing is, is that they had to go through four quarterbacks to get there. People forget Joe Flacco was no slouch. The only reason he got, was no longer the quarterback as the Ravens was because they got Lamar Jackson. And if you're going to say, hey, which quarterback's better, you're going to say Lamar Jackson. But Joe Flacco is a serviceable playoff quarterback. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He tied Montana's record for 11 touchdowns without an interception and the year he won Super Bowl MVP. The guy has just playoff pedigree running through his veins and he's going to do things to help your team be successful and win. I mean, he did this week, this Thursday night game, he did it without Amari Cooper, who just almost put up 300 yards, okay, the week before. So absolutely, this team is clicking on all cylinders. And honestly, the scariest thing about this is until the Ravens beat the 49ers was that the Ravens lost that game. We were talking about how the Browns had a pass to possibly win the damn division. You're talking about a team that was the one seed at the time, and the Browns coming back to win. I mean, it's kind of outside the realm of possibilities now. It just doesn't really work out that way. I don't see a way it can. They're going to end up with the same record at the worst for the Ravens and best for the Browns, so I don't think they get that seed. But if you're talking about being a playoff contender, 110%. I,
0: I think they are probably arguably the third best team in the AFC right now. Yeah, you certainly could argue that. I mean, they're playing that way and, and like you mentioned, Joe Flacco, he's just got he's just cool, man, and he he comes in there and he brings that culture to the to the Browns and they finally have a, a, a good quarterback in there, which again sounds crazy considering Joe Flacco hasn't been himself, hasn't been good in a long time. So, yeah, Browns are dangerous, there's no doubt about it. Lawrence, I'm going to you, man. What do you think? Can this Browns team make a Super Bowl run out of the AFC? Oh, yeah.
2: Like, you know, this Browns team has one of the best defense in the league. And when they lost Nick Chubb, we all thought, you know, this this team's going to look different. Then when Deshaun Watson went out, okay, I counted them out. I thought, you can't overcome losing your starting running back and your starting quarterback. And they kind of stumbled forward, picking up wins here and there, relying heavily on that really, like, top-tier defense. And then they brought in Joe Flacco. And he's not a bum. He's older, yeah, but he's proven that he's still got more juice in the tank. Enough juice, I think, to make a playoff run. They have, as Joe said, all the pieces. They have a running game which is working for them. They have a receiving game which again is working for them. They have a defense which can shut out—not shut out, but dominate anyone else in the in the league. And quite frankly, we're not talking about the AFC of old. You know, we talk about AFC of even last season. We had a clear favorite. We had a, the Chiefs, who were that one seed you know, without a shadow of doubt, the best team in the East. This year, you know, like we said last episode, there's no clear-cut one. The Ravens have the one seed, and they are probably the best team in the league right now, but that's only because they beat the 49ers last weekend. You know, there's no team in the AFC that necessarily stands aside as... The clear cut favorite to win the Super Bowl. And that means uh, any of those teams in the AFC, especially the Browns, being one of the better teams right now, can of course make a run. You know, the, the the NFC is slightly less competitive. You know, we still have the 49ers that, you know, we all think they're probably still, despite losing the weekend, are probably going to make a good, make, you know, be the team to be. The AFC, you don't necessarily look at it in the same way. You look at the Browns, Joe Flacco is playing really well, um, you know, they just beat the Jets. And that Jets' defense, whilst their offense is atrocious, that defense is still pretty damn good, let's be honest. And, you know, they put up a lot of points against a defense which has given other teams a lot to think about. So, yeah, of course I think they're going to make a run. You know, is the one seed within reach mathematically? Yes, but outside of that, I don't see them getting it. But there'll be a wild card team, and quite frankly, there'll be a wild card team that nobody wants to play against.
0: Yeah, they're going to be a problem. I mean, it's looking like right now they're probably going to be the five seed and face that you know the AFC South winner. I know I don't know about you guys, but if I had to pick right now, whoever comes out of the AFC South if they go up against the Browns, I'm probably picking Cleveland because that's how good Cleveland's playing right now. You know, and especially with that defense, and now they've got a competent at the very least offense. You know, it's going to be it's going to be tough for anybody to deal with Cleveland. There's no doubt about it. Sammy, what do you think, man? Can this Browns team make a Super Bowl run out of the AFC?
3: uh no they cannot and yeah. it's not because of the fact that you know they're not good enough um actually it is <laughs> it's really because the two teams that they have to get over the hump against are two teams that are quite simply better okay and it could be three teams if you're talking semantics or right? if we're talking to defending champs you could say the chiefs but right now the chiefs haven't looked good at all um, I think the Dolphins are, are would be a better team. Uh, you know, totally not biased at all there. And then with the Baltimore Ravens, I think the Baltimore Ravens right now are the best team in the NFL. And I don't think you can go into Baltimore right now in the playoffs and beat them at all by any means. Okay, you you might have a shot. You could try, but I, I don't think you can. And, and Joe Flacco, look, this is a great story, right? Thirteen touchdowns. Uh, eight interceptions in these last like what five games he's been great he has been and you know it's a great story eventually you know he's probably going to win comeback player of the year he should um with respect to Demar Hamlin I think Joe Flacco has earned it a lot more over uh Demar Hamlin although Demar Hamlin's story is great I think Joe Flacco 1000% deserves it over him um i, I just think that his juice eventually is gonna have to find a way to run out, and I think it will run out against a team with a defense as good as the, both the Ravens and the Dolphins. Now, is this to say that they're gonna be like a playoff team that's one and done? Absolutely not. I don't think this defense will let that happen. I think whatever low seed that they face in in the first round in the wild card round um, will not really have an answer for that defense. But in the divisional and the conference championship, when they face these really, really elite teams, I think they can 1000% get Joe Flacco 1000% get exposed. And I think eventually, you know, Flacco, like I said, it's a great story. and, And I love it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those stories. It's like, oh, man, good old uncle joe flacco oh he's like one of those what, what is it a ford f-150 you don't like him in the summer but in the winter he starts humming that's great that really is great unfortunately this ford is too damn old okay it's like a 1997 one and it's gonna break down and it's gonna have to break down in either the sunshine state or the great city of baltimore so look love it Love the story. I think the Browns are a great team. They're just not as good as the two teams that are above them right now.
0: I don't think I've ever heard a quarterback get compared to an F150. That's a that's a very interesting comparison that's there, new. Sammy. Uh yeah, that's a that's definitely a new one. Uh but yeah, I mean, listen, for me, this is insane. I mean, my man Joe Flacco, like I talked about in the in the read, chilling on his couch the first 10 weeks of the season, gets a call, he starts almost right away, and now he's thrown for 300 yards in four straight games, the first Browns quarterback ever. In the history of the Browns, that's not saying much because they haven't had many good quarterbacks, but the first Browns quarterback ever to do that. So since he's become the starter, they're averaging 29 points per game. And like you guys talked about, this defense is still number one in yards and in passing yards. So if if Joe Flacco can continue this level of play, they absolutely can make a Super Bowl run. And we know how good Joe Flacco can become playoff time. And we know how much more open this AFC seems this year. So they can definitely beat anyone in the NFL. However, I don't want to be... I, I, I'm I. like, Sammy, I, I'm going to be that guy, but I don't want to be that guy, okay? But I'm going to be, okay? He's not going to keep this up. Look at his career, okay? The guy's a gunslinger, and I respect it. Joe Flacco is an absolute gunslinger, okay? Okay. But he turns the football over a lot. Even since signing with Cleveland, eight picks in five games. He's thrown at least one pick every single game, two or more in three games. Okay. Also, we've seen a lot of guys this year. We've seen a lot of guys, a lot of different quarterbacks who you might not expect. They've come out hot for stretches, and you think, damn, is this the guy? Like, is he, is he, a, like, is this guy a dog? Like, what are we doing with this guy? Josh Dobbs did it, Tommy Cutlitz did it. Jake Browning did it. Sam Howell did it, okay? Guys who just aren't that good, but looked amazing for a stretch, and then they fall back to earth, okay? I think that's what's going to happen with Joe Flacco here, because you look at his numbers up until this little stretch with uh, with, with Cleveland this year, he was not very good, okay? With, with the Jets, with Denver, his last couple years in Baltimore, he was not great, okay? So, especially now, Coming down, coming down the stretch, playoff time. These really good teams are going to start figuring you out, okay? Especially in the playoffs. So I would bet if someone had to bet me right now, I would say that their ceiling is the divisional round. I think they maybe beat the AFC South winner, maybe you know the the the. But I think round two, uh, they're at home. I just don't see them getting past the the divisional round with with the, these you know these teams that they're going to go up against so i just don't think this level of, of this level and style of play is sustainable for 39 year old joe flacco but i just don't think they're capable of a super bowl run if he if he does keep it up then okay you know maybe he's capable of it but i just don't i just yeah. don't think i just flacco want to see him in Baltimore. I just want to see him yeah, go I mean, into
1: Baltimore. That's all I want. You know, yeah. like, I'd be okay with it if he doesn't make a zero. but just to go into Baltimore one more time. And and great. to be
2: fair, you know, obviously division rivals, they played in Baltimore already this season. That score was 33-31. You know, they can compete in Baltimore in their oh, home yeah. stadium, on the road, and that was with Deshaun Watson at QB. Joe Flacco is playing better right now, I'd argue, than Deshaun Watson has probably played at any stretch this season. Oh, for sure, yeah, no doubt. And you know what? That game, if if Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback against the Ravens in the divisional round, I think, given it's still a divisional matchup, yeah, it's in the playoffs, but there still is that intense rivalry, in made even more intense by the fact it's Joe Flacco returning to Baltimore in his twilight run as an NFL quarterback. You can't count them out. You can't say hands down, there is no chance the Browns win that game. Oh, well, they, really, um, They're um, not um, going to be favourites, but quite frankly, we're not going to sit here stunned if the Browns beat Baltimore on the road in the playoffs. We're not going to be sit here and be like, I didn't see that was coming. Yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle. But quite frankly, right now, if you're going to pick any team in the AFC to beat Baltimore on the road, I'm picking the Browns over anyone else. Uh, to oh, I, guess, no one, I mean, I mean, I'll after Browns over anybody I, I,
3: else. I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, look, man, look, look, look. Of course, no one would be surprised if a divisional opponent competes very hard against yeah. a divisional opponent.
2: You can't predict the divisional rivalries. That's what I'm saying. Of course, of course,
3: of course not. uh but, but but that but that's but that's the thing. You know, eventually, you know, a better QB is going to prevail, and Lamar Jackson, evidently, in my opinion, will get the better of a Browns defense. Look. Look and and, and also, <laughs> look, man. If there's any team that knows about Joe Flacco, it's the damn Baltimore Ravens. Okay, yeah. so I think I think that would actually play into Baltimore's hands. It's like, oh, we know this guy's tendencies. John Harbaugh's John Harbaugh coached Joe Flacco. He knows what this guy like the back of his head. So so look, Deshaun Watson was a different cat. Cause he's because he sucks. But like jo- Joe Flacco, <laughs> Joe Flacco, you know, he's great. But man, you you get a defense, you you get a defense like Baltimore's, a defense like Miami since week eight. Hell, even the Chiefs' defense. I Miami think a Chiefs. whole another a whole another thing is a uh, is coming for Joe Flacco. But it's a great story. Look, I love it's Cinderella great. stories, man. Look, Disney. I, everybody likes a Disney Channel movie. Everybody likes Disney movies. It's great. But the thing is, at the end of the movie, you have to leave, and you know the movie's gonna end come playoff time. So.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I'm i with you. I think definitely, especially like the teams you mentioned, Sammy, uh, you know, teams like Baltimore and teams like Miami and teams like Kansas City who have really good pass rushes. And we know Joe, listen, Joe Flacco's a little bit more mobile than, you know, you might think he is, but he's definitely not like mobile, you know? So he's... He's, uh, especially going up against pass rushes like that, who also have good secondaries. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it for Joe Flacco and the Browns this year. Again, like Sammy said, great story. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I, it, I'm, I'm just having a hard time uh, really believing that Joe Flacco is going to make an actual playoff run uh, in the year 2024 because uh, that's what it's going to be by the time he's making a playoff run. So I just don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm, I'm just not buying it right now. But let's, uh, let's move on. Let's go to this week 17 schedule, and we have two huge matchups for playoff seating in each conference respectively. First up, it is the 11 and 4 NFC North champ Detroit Lions who are currently tied for the best record in the NFC and they still kind of have outside shot at out the one seed themselves. They need a, little, uh, a few things to go right for them, but especially the, the Niners losing, but they still have a shot and they are going up against the 10 and 5 Dallas Cowboys who are coming off back-to-back road losses, but they will be back at home where for some reason they are an absolute juggernaut and undefeated. But A lot of people feel like these are two of the top contenders in the NFC. So, I want to kick it to Lawrence first on this one, my friend. Who needs the win more to
2: prove that they are NFC contenders? Is it Dallas or is it Detroit? You know what? I'm going to pick Dallas. And I'm going to pick Dallas because I am a hater. I'll accept that. I'm also going to pick Dallas because unlike some in this video call, I believe in Detroit. I believe in them. I do, you know, I, I think, you know, Right now, I would, with the Patriots out of the playoffs, they're the team that I want to win the Super Bowl the most. And yeah, okay, that's because their storyline is epic, but I also really, really like the team and the cult that they've built over in Detroit. Dallas, on the other hand, they had to beat Miami, and they didn't. And I thought they would. I said Dallas by 50, and I was, I was very upset. Uh, I'll, I'll acknowledge that off, right now. A couple points off. Just a small roadblock. <laughs> it was a close game. You know, it's the perfect ending to the Fraud ball. A two point, two point win. Um, but look, the Cowboys, they've now lost two back-to-back to Buffalo in an ugly loss and to Miami in a slightly closer one. But, you know, it's a slightly easier game. Um, the Lions, you know, they need to find that rhythm at this stage of the season. I think we can all agree that they need to Kind of kept momentum going into the playoffs. They've just won the North for the first time in God knows how long, um, and, and I think that's gonna that's gonna carry them forward. But a win here against Dallas, there's a lot for them and kind of their uh, culture and their confidence going to the playoffs. The Cowboys, they're still facing the same criticisms they faced in seasons gone. You know, they can't beat the good teams, and whether. Sammy likes to admit it or not, the Lions are a good football team. Okay. And if Dallas can't get this done, I think that 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 is again kind of fits the narrative that is this Dallas team, that is this Dallas franchise. They can't beat the good teams and they need to. And let's be honest, this could be a playoff preview because I think both teams are capable of winning well, they should be capable of winning a playoff game and making divisionals. Um, but yeah, now I I think Dallas needs this more. I think they do. I think they've faced this criticism for too many seasons now. They've just lost two to two good teams, um, and, and they need. To, if they lose three in a row, then all of a sudden that narrative is now you know borne out by facts. They've lost three in a row. If they lose this game to good teams, and that's that's hard to bounce back from, especially going into the stage of the season where you're going to be playing in theory exclusively good teams so of course yeah. they need it more
0: yeah no like you said I mean the, the this is the time of the season where you need to be playing your best football and beating playoff teams and if you lose the three straight playoff teams in three straight weeks that is a really really bad sign for Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Cowboys fans so yeah they I, I it's a they definitely need a win, a win this week there's no doubt about it Sammy I'm kicking it to you man what do you think who needs the win more to prove their NFC contenders is it Dallas or is it Detroit
3: well, this is a very tough question for me for the simple fact that, you know, both of these teams kind of like have like, it's not really the same. It's a, it's actually like, but it's, a, it's the same, but it's not in the sense that like both Dallas and Detroit have to prove something, you know, Detroit hasn't played faced a super bowl contender since Baltimore. And in that game, they got completely stomped out and that's okay. You know, getting stomped out at, at Baltimore you know baltimore has has been hot all year the niners got stomped out by baltimore so look in hindsight you know it's okay to get stomped out especially on the road and um but for dallas losing back-to-back games on the road i think either way if you win this game you're looked at well it's at home, so right. it's like, like you know. So really, this doesn't really prove much for Dallas because Dallas is like, oh, it's at home. It's against an underdog. It's it's a, it's a team that you really should beat because you know, you know, it's the Lions. You know, it's the, the Lions are, are the Lions are like subpar contenders. But I actually want to admit something real quick
2: As adults, about the uh,
3: about about the about the Detroit Lions. Oh, um, wow. I want to I want to admit something about them, man. Dan Campbell's one hell of a coach and I think he should win coach here because NFC in the NFC. No, they have not never won an NFC North divisional title. I think that that's ever happened. And I think he should be given the credit. And, and and on top of that, look, I've been watching a lot of film lately. I've seen the Eagles play. I've seen the Cowboys play. I'm not confident in either of them. So with that being said, the only team I was confident in was the Niners and the Niners got stomped out. So. Mm-hmm quite frankly, the Lions have an actual bigger window to go to the NFC championship championship than I actually thought. But it's not because of the Lions. It's because of the fallacies of the other teams, okay? So don't get too excited, Matt. With that being said, I think the Lions need this win. I think they need to prove that they can contend with the upper echelon teams of the NFC. I think going, uh, uh, look, I know the Dallas Cowboys are in a bit of a Um, a losing streak right now but nonetheless they're looked at as contenders in the nfc and if dallas and the eagles played today i think a lot of people would be very 50 50 on that game the same way people are very 50 50 about this game against the cowboys or against the lions so so i say all that to say this the detroit lions need this win in my opinion because if you want to introduce yourself as a contender as a true contender, a team that's going to the Super Bowl, right, Matt? If you're going to do that, you need wins like these to announce yourself, hey, we are here. Now, do I think they're going to do that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> they're on the road. They're against the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys at home are undefeated. Look, their offense is absolutely insane. Detroit's offense is, is absolutely shunning, but I will say this, I respect Detroit a lot more because they were able to win the games they should've won. Look, I know people are gonna be like, oh, you face Nick Mullins. Going to Minnesota and winning is difficult. Okay, it is. Going on the road and winning is very difficult. And people need to understand that road wins are very, very difficult to do in the NFL. Not everybody can do them, just ask Dallas. So, look, look, the Detroit has earned a bit of my respect. Do I think they're frauds? Yes. Do I think they have a better chance to go into the Super Bowl now that I've seen two other frauds reveal themselves in the NFC? I think the chances are slightly higher.
0: Yeah, to to uh, to kind of go back at that last point that you just made, you're kind of talking about how Detroit has a chance to go to the Super Bowl because there's a lot of frauds in the NFC. That kind of sounds like Miami in the AFC, don't you think? There's a lot of frauds in the AFC in Miami. No, absolutely not. Well, I don't know it what sounds the, are the sounds Baltimore Ravens, frauds.
3: What are we talking? We,
0: we haven't we haven't seen them do it. That's the we haven't seen we oh, haven't seen God. them get past the divisional rounds since you were in elementary school, probably. So yeah, it's been a long time for Baltimore. So yeah, we could listen. They could easily. I think. It's on the board that they lose in the divisional, depending on who they play. That is definitely an on the board scenario for the Ravens. So I think the Lions and the uh, the Dolphins are in a pretty similar boat down there. I, I just don't think you want
3: to admit that. But hey, we uh, have we uh, have Tyree Kill. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> like, we, we have a way better team, no, and, and,
0: no and they have better. and they have Jameer Gibbs and Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown. They got a pretty good. Offense me
3: timbers! My yeah. goodness, we, we have, have a better defense. We we're getting into semantics here, and I'm not going to do that because I just, I just. I just gave you my respect for the Detroit Lions as little as it was a very backhanded respect very backhanded very backhanded respect (laughs) but regardless of that look look if we're going to compare the teams I don't think it's really close who the better team is but look if we're talking about if we're if we're talking about semantics (laughs) if we're talking about semantics here in certain situations yeah I guess they're a little similar
0: they literally have the same record. Uh, so I would say that they're pretty similar. Uh, Joe, I'm kicking it to you, my friend. What do you think, man? Which of these two teams needs this win more to prove their NFC contenders? Is it Dallas or Detroit? I think it's Dallas because if you lose to Detroit
1: at home where you're supposed to be untouchable, right. you're clearly in a state of, of panic at that point because I mean, you it's going to take an act of God. For the, for the Dallas Cowboys to not play a road game in the first round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. okay? It's going good thing, an act of God, because I've looked at Philly's schedule, it's Arizona and then at the Giants. Like, there's yep. nothing there that really scares you unless you believe in some Tyrod Taylor magic. I do not. The Lions, it's it's the same thing. They're looking at it, it's like, okay, the Eagles aren't gonna lose, probably, you know? we'll the, the 49ers, you look at who they're facing, they got uh, the Washington football team, and then I, some bum next week <laughs> it doesn't really even matter so they're really not they're locked into the three seat the lions could easily coast out and and not have anything to worry about they've won their divisions first time since 1993 sammy since you were saying that and granted i will give you that it wasn't called the nfc north the last time they won the division it was called the nfc central because it wasn't renamed the nfc north until Damn. 2002. so but when you look up we go you can Google it? It's all lumped together as one division championship. So guess what? They're still NFC North division champs in 1993. But they won the division. They have the wow. th- the three seed locked up. They're not going anywhere, right? Like you might move up to the two seed, but that's rare. It's 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 probably not going to happen. I could see. I mean, you you're coming to the playoffs you want to get keep the guys out there keeping fresh but you also don't want to put your guys at risk i mean you're talking about you know they have all this talent all these things like that they're looking good this is a time to get healthy for a team that really doesn't have anything to play for in in detroit so i feel like you know they there's two ways they could go about it i don't think they're going to coast you know it's week 17 you can still have a shot you're going to see how it plays out you know if eagles somehow lose to the cardinals which is which is possible i mean kyler, kyler murray magic has happened before I don't see it happening. I also don't see the 49ers going into Washington after getting drubbed by the, the Ravens and losing to Washington either. So, But, you know, it can happen. You play hard this week. You probably take week 18 off. But they've already proven what they needed to prove. They won the division. And, and that's enough for me at this point. If the Cowboys, you lose at home. You're you're really, really in a bad spot. So, yeah, it's, it's 100% the Cowboys for me.
0: Yeah, to the point about Detroit getting the one seed, obviously, you know, they have a, 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 a you know, a... a Tough game this week, obviously, at Dallas, and they're home to Minnesota next week. So that's not a, a gimme. They, they just beat Minnesota on the road, but, you know, Minnesota's going to be a team fighting for their playoff lives more than likely next week. Uh, and then they need the Niners to lose at least once, and they play, they actually play the Rams in week 18, and the Rams have been playing really, really well, and they're, you know, they're going to be, uh, the Niners are going to be at home, so that's going to be you know it's going to be a, a you know a divisional game against the Rams, who have been playing really well. That might be tough for them, but they actually don't need any help from the Eagles because Detroit would own the tiebreaker over the Eagles as far as common games would go. Yeah, so if the Niners lose to the Rams in Week 18, then the Lions are going to have a really really good chance at winning the division or winning the conference, assuming that they win out. So they've still got a chance as far as that number one seed goes. But for me, as far as the question goes, I think it's Dallas here. But even if they win this game, I still won't think that they're more of a contender. Than, than Detroit. That might sound crazy, but first of all, I think Detroit is more built for the postseason to me, okay? They have a two-headed monster in the backfield with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, okay? They can shorten a game and wear down a defense with that running game, okay? And that offensive line has been, since I was, you know, kind of wrecking them because they hadn't been as good, they've been a lot better in recent weeks and they can still obviously throw the ball with with Jared Goff, Sam Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown and company as well. So, whereas Dallas, they have a hard time running the ball because their running back their RB1 is very small and Tony Pollard and stopping the run because their defense is really small, especially at the linebackers on the edge with Michael Parsons. So they'll be putting a lot of pressure on Dak to make plays. And we've seen in big games and big spots, he is very, very inconsistent. Also, why I trust Detroit more, and I think there are more of contenders come playoff time, they can actually win games on the road. Okay. Detroit is tied for the second best road record in football this year. They are six and two, whereas Dallas right now is three and five on the road. Where among all teams currently in the playoffs, Dallas is the worst team on the road. They have the worst road record of all teams currently set to make the playoffs. So, but like we talked about, they have been unbelievable at home, like historically great at home. I actually did some digging for these numbers and listen to these numbers. Okay. There's only a few teams to go undefeated at home since 2000. Okay. Some of the best regular season teams we've ever seen okay the 2015 15 and 1 panthers the 2011 15 and 1 packers the 2010 14 and 2 pats and the obvious one i wanted to focus on was the 2007 undefeated pats okay so i looked at their point differential at home okay the 07 pats were 34 points per game scored and they only allowed 12 points per game okay so they were basically winning every game by 22 points per game at home insanely dominant okay This Cowboys team at home is 40 points per game and allowing 15 points per game. So they're basically beating teams by an average of 25 points per game at home. So this Cowboys team at home is literally better than the 07 Pats so far, which is absolutely mind boggling. The problem with that that is They've been so bad on the road that it's more likely than not, as of now, they won't play a single game at home in the postseason, so they won't get to play at their best when they need to be, so they won't get to show their contenders, because they could easily lose round one to the winner of the NFC South, more than likely Tampa Bay, okay? Whereas Detroit, I think... I believe they have a much better shot no matter who they are playing in round one as opposed to Dallas having to go on the road. So I still think Detroit has an outside shot. The one seed, like I mentioned, although I will say picking this game I think Detroit's shot to one seed is going to go out the window here because I think this game is Dallas, is in Dallas, like I said, where Dallas turns into the 7 Pats for some reason, and Detroit just won their first division in 30 years. It was an emotional week. I think they're going to come down a little bit. Dallas has lost two straight road games, so I think it's going to be close, and Dallas is going to be motivated. I think Detroit is a bad matchup for Dallas in general, especially if they meet in the playoffs, but I think Dallas is going to get a win here 27-24 to at home. But I think Detroit is definitely, I think Dallas needs more of a win because they're, you know they just haven't they just haven't proven anything outside of they can beat the shit out of teams at home and they're not going to get a home game in the playoffs so it's not going to matter. So I think I think uh they need a win here definitely more than to than 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 Detroit does. So but it's going to be a great football game no doubt. I mean, these are two two of the two you know, two of the cream of the crop in the NFC and you know, the NFC especially after San Francisco got drubbed, it is definitely a little bit more wide open than we thought it might be. But let's transition here. Let's go in to Baltimore, where it is Sammy's 11 and 4, Miami Dolphins coming off their biggest win of the year at home versus the Cowboys. And they have a chance to win the AFC East and take over the AFC's number one seed with a win, taking on the current. AFC number one seed, the 12 and three Baltimore Ravens who are coming off a dominant win on the road with over who what everyone thought was the NFL's best team at the time, the San Francisco 49ers and the Ravens are looking to lock up the number one seed, the AFC North home field advantage and a first round bye with a win. So there is a ton at stake in this game for both teams but I want to talk some dolphins here because obviously even with the huge win there still seems to be a lot of doubters regarding that man down in the bottom left corner's team so Sammy I am kicking it to you my friend what do you need to see from Miami to prove that they are true contenders in the AFC
3: well, they already have proven that they're true contenders, but unfortunately for everybody here, they are, we have haters and you know, <laughs> as, as every, every, every single time, you know, you know, it's, it's like a, a thing with Miami teams. I'm a fan of the Miami heat. We have to teach you guys every single year. We're for real now in this case, it's the dolphins and the dolphins are don't exactly have that heat culture, right? It's not exactly a culture to really ingrain yourself in anyway, look look the dolphins have a lot have a lot to a lot to prove and you know it's mostly because of the fact that they're the dolphins it's really nothing else and and it's mostly because of the fact that they have hate towards tua that that's really it you guys can talk about how you know the dolphins haven't proven anything at all look losing to the losing to the eagles on the road is tough Uh, a lot of teams have done it losing to the the chiefs in germany is tough look the, the way we lost that game was terrible. I'd say we lost that game more than the uh, more than the Chiefs uh, won that game. I think everybody in this chat could probably agree with that. Uh, the other game against the Bills, I'll be straight up honest with you about that game. We got outplayed. There's nothing else to really say about that. We got outplayed. We got stomped. But guess what? A lot of those games, what a lot of those games have in common is that Jalen Ramsey wasn't there. And when Jalen Ramsey... Is on that team. This team turns into a completely different defense and a completely different team. They don't turn into a, a, a flashy, you know, Gucci bag. They, they're not. They're not all. They're not on any of these things. They're a Smash Mouth football team. They're the third best defense in the NFL. Their run game is elite, one of the best run games in the NFL. And to top that all off, you have two Tagovailoa absolutely slinging it. So what's it take to for the Dolphins to be a contender? Quite literally, the Dolphins are going to have to win the Super Bowl in order for you guys to 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 prove that we're a contender. Not a single game is going not a single game is gonna be given. To the credit of the Dolphins, not a single game. Whether we beat the wild, whether we're in the wild card and we win, whether we're in the divisional and we win, whether we're in the conference championship and we win. Hell, even after this game against the Baltimore Ravens, if somehow, someway the Miami Dolphins go into Baltimore and, and without Jalen Waddle, by the way, they just beat the they beat the Baltimore Ravens. However, they do it, they do it. Even with that, it's gonna it's gonna be some semantics. Oh well, it's the regular season. That doesn't mean anything. What matters is the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, I know how this works. I know what the Dolphins need to do. They quite literally need to win. They just need to win. They just need to, win. just need to keep winning. So I can't explain it. We have a one. We have a top five defense. We have a top five offense. All right. We have an MVP candidate at quarterback and at wide receiver. We have a top five corner on defense. We have one of the best pass rushers in the league, a top five defensive tackle. Look, our linebackers aren't that great, but in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. We have one of the greatest safeties in the league today. Like, like there's so much that's going for us. Other than, like the only thing really stopping us is injuries and ourselves. So it, it is, there's too much going for us right now. You guys can look at all the regular season wins that you want. I'm done looking at regular season wins and losses. Hell, look, I want to win the division more than anything. I think that matters. Whether we get it done against Baltimore is fine. I expect us to get it done against uh, Buffalo. Quite frankly, all that matters right now to me is the playoffs. And when the playoffs come, we'll see if this team is truly a contender. It's not about the regular season anymore to me because clearly nothing we do up until the playoffs is gonna prove anybody anybody, to anything, in my opinion. So I'll, I'll be straight up honest with you guys. I, look, these games matter. These regular season games matter. The first season is gonna matter. But quite frankly, the Dolphins are gonna have to win it all in order for us to prove that we actually you know, are contenders. Cause we're the Dolphins, it's, it's as simple as that.
0: First of all, I don't like you lumping. I don't like you
3: lumping me in with those. No, not words. you, Matt. No, 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 Matt, No, that's not not you, Matt. No, no, Matt. You, you, you are been really good to me, Matt. It's these I'm two not... scumbags over here that yeah, have come. I, there was me. a week I was on the fucking no, train, no, no, no. buddy. You had... guys
1: <laughs> derailed that son of a bitch right after I said something. I want to hear. Don't lump me in with this. I was on your side. Look,
3: look, 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 look Joe. That game, I blame you because there's no yep. way on God's green earth that him, no. that that happens if you don't pick them if. If you if you pick Those the ball. Titans, if you pick the Titans, I genuinely think we blow them out. We too can go back life. to
1: our we can go back <laughs> that we have in this in this house call family here, and I guarantee you, it was a unanimous Dolphins pick against I'm the sure. Titans. Yeah. Unanimous,
0: yeah. Like, I, yeah. So you
1: see what I mean, Lord's favorite. pick yeah, me
3: too. That, that, you want you the, want to talk about
1: the We talk about regular season things here, Sammy. You know who has the weakest strength of schedule so far this year? Again, Uh-oh. in the regular season, the Dolphins Uh-oh. at 4.1 4. or four There you go. The next closest Ooh. team, the Falcons. You want to has the, the weakest strength of schedule or strength of victory of Uh-oh. any playoff team? The Dolphins by there a wide go. margin. In fact, the only teams that have a lower strength of victory than the Dolphins are, and I quote, the New York Giants at .293, Oof. the Washington Commanders at .350, Jeez. the New Orleans Saints at .305. That nice. is it. All right, and that is why the Dolphins, to prove they're not frauds and they truly are contenders, have to go into Baltimore and beat the Ravens. Mm. I guess because the numbers don't lie, which is also why I'm going to double down on my previous thing, saying that the, that the Dolphins were the best team if they could get the one seed, and I'm going to stand by it. God damn it. The Whoa. Dolphins win out. The Dolphins get the one c The Dolphins are the best team in the AFC at home. Wow. And they go to the Super Bowl and represent the AFC. Penciling in, ladies and gentlemen. Sammy, you know AFC. what he's doing, the right? The Dolphins Sammy, you know are winning doing, right? in That's Baltimore
3: this is disgusting work this is disgusting work going on right here it is disgusting work ladies and gentlemen this is Jeez, hang this man. this man this man doesn't deserve a platform i don't know why we hired him he knows what he's doing this he is exactly diabolical what this is diabolical what's going on here this is <laughs> down, this is this is, Dawson.
0: Dawson. This is <laughs> terrible it's the, it's the classic reverse jinx Right, uh, goodness exactly what you don't want to happen Kicker so you know
3: going
1: to happen. 375 kicks. Yep. Wide right. <laughs>
0: got to do it. Got to do it. Yep. I, I, this is we, terrible. we all know exactly where Joe yeah. is going with that one. So, yeah, I'll kick it to you, Lawrence. What do you think, man? Uh, oh what does God. Miami need to do to prove that they are true contenders?
2: Look, I've, I've behaved myself. I've kept quiet during Sammy's monologue. <laughs> you know, I've got some things to say, and I'm going to start here. You know, I'm actually going to agree with Sammy. They, they oh! They they have to win in Baltimore, right? They have to. If they don't, then we're, you know, we're saying the same things over and over again. You know, they can't beat the good teams. Okay, they 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 barely squeak by Dallas on the road. You know, in 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 Miami. So you know, the Dolphins still have more proof, but they've accomplished step one in what we all said last week was an important. You know, process of them. They have to win two of the last three games for us to sit here and say they're legitimate contenders. Okay, but to respond to what Sammy said, you know, are they contenders? Well, technically speaking, they are Super Bowl contenders because they're going to be in the playoffs and by default, if you're in the playoffs, you are technically in contention for the Super Bowl. <laughs>
3: This is disgusting. my <laughs> This is terrible.
2: I'm also going to respond to what he said. Yeah, we, we lost to the Eagles in the road uh, and that's a tough game to lose. Okay, you've just also done a bit about how the Eagles are frauds. So you're kind of contradicting yourself there. The Dolphins, I've always been consistent in my criticisms of them. They are frauds. They have beaten one, you know, over 500 team and that is Dallas. And we're not going to... we just done a bit about how Dallas need this win against the Lions otherwise their playoff hopes are kind of in the mud a little bit so you know even, even that win's kind of got a little bit of an asterisk in terms of are they really a good team Baltimore however is a challenge if they beat the Baltimore Ravens my whole perception of this Dolphins team I'm not going to say it does a 180 because you know why would it it might take a Super Bowl for me to do 180 but it does go in favour of the Dolphins they need to beat the current best team in the afc which is the baltimore ravens okay it is a difficult team for them to play against it's a difficult matchup i think as well um but look the dolphins have done step one and that was beat the dallas cowboys and they did it by two points but they still did it and you know you know good for them fair play you know they needed that they they need to beat um the ravens though for me to start legitimately looking at them as okay they're one of the top three best teams in the afc i already still have that much faith in them to be a seriously good team i don't think the dallas cowboys are super bowl contenders so why does beating them matter they can't win on the road evidently so why does it matter that they beat them why'd you pick them to win Why'd you
3: pick them to beat us? Why know, by fifty? By the way, not, no, no, look, no, 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 no. They've,
2: they've got to beat Baltimore. We, we we're pretty much all. Um, I'm, I'm gonna bet money that we're all gonna agree that they've got to beat Baltimore for you know them to be taken seriously.
1: They're beating Baltimore. <laughs> I think. Like
3: Baltimore.
2: No, no. Here, here, here's here's my, my for thing. like voodoo reason. Here's the thing. Here's here's the problem. <laughs> here's a here's the Dolphins pro- need to beat Baltimore, you know, beating the Bills. You know, if the Bills lose this weekend, the Patriots, um, you know, I don't know if that carries, carries the same weight. Um, but the Ravens are the best team they've played all season. And, and it, it, quite frankly, it's also a, a more realistic playoff matchup because they're in the AFC. So if we're saying right now the AFC runs through Baltimore and the Dolphins go into Baltimore and get thumped, I'm not going to sit here next week and say yeah I think the the dolphins have a chance. I don't think seriously Sammy is. Okay, he might cuz he's, you know, a dolphins fan. <laughs> but look, that's what I have to say. You know, I was I've well been well behaved today. Um, I'm I'm gonna let Sammy respond because I know he's got. This
3: is disgusting work because you you uh, throughout the entire show he's saying he behaved throughout the entire show. He's been taking digs at the Dolphins and and a lot of and you know it's 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 funny you know oh I'm behaved I'm behaved I'm behaved. Look brother, I've noticed all the jabs and I've stayed quiet. I have behaved. But forgive me, I'm about to misbehave. Look, the Eagles absolutely are frauds in my opinion. But the Bills also lost to them, okay? And the Bills, you know what? Fair. To be fair to the Bills, they should have probably won that game. For the, for the Dolphins, there were some mistakes that were made by the Dolphins. Look, it happens. Look, all I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is this. My point still stands. People are not going to change their minds. Whether we beat Baltimore or not. And and you might say that you're gonna, you're, you're, you're gonna be like, oh, you know, I have changed my mind a little bit. Look, if the next week we go on and lose to Buffalo in a game that really doesn't matter to us, other than the one seed, you're gonna go right back to what we were saying. Look, yeah. nothing, 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 nothing matters. Nothing matters from the regular season. I'm done thinking about the regular season. If we beat the Baltimore Ravens, great. If we beat the Buffalo Bills, great. If this team is what i think it is they'll beat these teams on the road if this team is what i think it is they'll go and win the super bowl they have everything going for them a top five defense a top five offense a top five safety joe i hate you like, like there's no there is no way that you have all this and it's for nothing so quite literally look if this team is a if, if this team is fraudulent if this team is fraudulent they'll prove it come playoff time they're not gonna prove it in the regular season i believe you <laughs>
2: this is terrible. This is terrible. God,
0: Listen, okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring some objectivity, okay? Because these two over here obviously are not objective. Joe's got an ulterior motive, and Lawrence down there has already acknowledged he's a hater, okay? And this guy down here is a Dolphins fan, all right? So he has no, he doesn't have
2: as much objectivity. they side okay? now.
0: So, so me right here, I'm gonna bring some objectivity, okay? I'm gonna give him some real football analysis here, all right? I think that they're already contenders. Personally, I already think that they're contenders. Okay, but said that. To... no, he didn't. <laughs> like but think that they're contenders. They're player in the playoffs. Oh god, <laughs>
1: I'm not wrong. Assert... I'm not technically speaking wrong. Oh, this is
0: terrible. <laughs> this is but, off
3: the rails, man.
0: But to assert Miami as like one of the lead contenders or a co-contender with Baltimore. If they win this week at Baltimore, they obviously are. Like if they beat Baltimore this week, they are obviously one of the leading contenders in the AFC. They have to be. But even if you're competitive in this game, maybe Baltimore beats them. How Dallas beat them? How doubt her? How Miami beat Dallas last week? Excuse me. Like a, 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 a drive at the end, a field goal at the buzzer, that type of stuff. Justin Tucker hits a 55-yarder. I think st- I'd still believe more in Miami, but then they would obviously have to win versus Buffalo in a Week 18, likely for the division. Because if they don't, and they somehow lose back-to-back games, and they're coming out of the six seed in the wild card in the in AFC, they're probably getting bounced in round one. So we can't consider them a, 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 a true contender. But I think it all comes down to their performance in these last couple games. Like, uh, I'm going to be honest, Sammy. These might be the two biggest games that Miami has played in a long time like it's been forever because even when they in recent years when they made the playoffs you know i don't think we were thinking of them as like having a real shot when they made it you know last year they made it and they had skylar thompson we all knew that they were going to lose even if it was a little bit closer than we thought we all knew they were going to lose at some point and then they made it once with Tannehill as well and they got buzzsawed by pittsburgh so they haven't won the division since 08 and we haven't seen them out of the card round since 2000 so these games are absolutely massive for them in my opinion and for their playoff position but let me say even though their schedule hasn't been a gauntlet so far, I think we are underrating this team. We talked about their defense a lot last week. Sammy, you brought it up, and they held the Cowboys' offense, the highest scoring offense in football, to 20 points last week. And since Jalen Ramsey has come back, they haven't played the best opponents. They haven't played the best quarterbacks. They haven't played the best teams. But let me read you some stats, okay? Weeks eight through 16, since he's been back, their defense ranks first in points per game, first in yards per game, second in rush yards per game third in passer rating, fourth in turnovers forced per game, and fifth in yard passing yards per game. So they've simply been the best defense in football over the last eight weeks. Now that's damn near a half season since Jalen Ramsey's been there. So Fangio has figured this personnel out and you know his scheme out with this personnel. Ramsey's boost is obviously showing, but they are going to have to play like the best defense in football because the next two weeks of their season, they're facing who this year, in my opinion, have been the two best quarterbacks in the AFC, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. So they better step up. But for me as far as the game goes I think both defenses are going to step up in this in this game I think it's going to be a bit lower scoring however I think Lamar Jackson just seems like he's on a mission right now to prove the doubters wrong. I think he's going to do just enough. I think he's going to have an MVP cementing drive at the end of this game to win it. And the Baltimore Ravens are going to clinch the number one seed in the AFC and the AFC North and get some rest come week 18. So I think the Ravens take it 23 to 20 over Miami. But I do think Miami is a real contender. I do think they are. It's just going to take, you know, the last two weeks of them, you know, playing a couple of the best, you know, the best quarterbacks in football to really, really cement that they are a True contender so we'll see i mean it's obviously going to be you know an extremely entertaining game and we're all going to be tuned in to see how you know how it plays out and we'll be here to break it down for you next week but with that let's go to our last topic of the day and listen there is a lot more games this weekend and a lot of them also have big playoff implications we got teams who could be eliminated with losses teams who could clinch with wins and everything in between so joe i want to kick it to you on this one first my man which other game this weekend do you have your eye on that you think is most important for the nfl playoff picture you
1: guys ready for a bombshell
0: let's hear it because this is a bombshell trevor lawrence is
1: not playing this weekend hmm he's in a three-way tie for the afc south division Eesh. there are one two three four five teams sitting in at eight and seven if trevor lawrence does not is not going to play And the Carolina Panthers somehow squeak out a dub. The the, uh, Jaguars go from the fourth seed to not making the playoffs. Crazy. How wild would that be? That they get bounced all the way down. Because the Colts got the Raiders. That's a tough game, but they can win that. The Texans, the Texans have, if I'm not mistaken, the Titans. Divisional game, they can win that. And then you have, I believe it is Cincinnati going up against Kansas City, Kansas City hasn't looked good, Cincinnati's been, play, has a lot of, they actually have one of the craziest strengths of victories that I have seen from a team that has doesn't have its starting quarterback, and then you have, I believe it is the Raiders at seven and eight sitting there as well, so I mean, there, were, there was a lot of close games, and Pittsburgh just came off of a drubbing of Cincinnati, so I mean, they could easily go from number four all the way down to ten if they lose and all those teams win, could you imagine, Dropping six spots and being out of the playoffs going into the last week, hoping to God that somebody else loses and you can get back in. And you were that close. Yeah. That that to me right now, when that Trevor Lawrence news hit, is the biggest game of playoff implications that you can have because you're talking about such a monumental shift.
0: No doubt. And I mean, especially them being eight and three, you know, five weeks ago and them now being eight and seven and, you know, losing their quarterback who's Lawrence has been banged up all year, but like, you know, now he's out and you know, you got to, throw CJ Bethard in there in a must-win game, even though it's against the Panthers, you know, maybe CJ Beathard, CJ Bethards, and the Panthers take that one. So, yeah, it's going to be a it's, that's definitely an interesting, interesting football game that's going to happen with Carolina and in, in the Jags, for sure. But, Lawrence, I'll kick it to you, my man. What do you think? Which of these games do you think, uh, the rest of these games of the weekend, do you think has the most impact on the NFL
2: playoff picture? Uh, I'm, I'm going to put the Bengals-Chiefs game. You know, the Chiefs and the Bengals are like the modern-day Patriots-Colts. You know, they've got two franchise quarterbacks, and let's be honest, these two franchises are going to be, you know, butting heads in playoff contention games for the foreseeable future. And we're seeing it right here. You know, neither team is what they were in the last two years. And they're both realistically fighting for their kind of playoff lives. You know, Chiefs less so, but the Chiefs have not looked good this season. We all we all accept that. You know, th- their defences look wonderful, but their offences looked, you know, pretty atrocious. This Bengals-Chiefs game could have some pretty serious implications for the reigning Super Bowl champions, which is why I say it. You know, the Chiefs have a chance, right, this season to establish a dynasty, and, and it's looking like right now they're not going to do that. And this rivalry game is big for both sides, both teams arguably need the win to secure or to actually really seriously help their playoff chances quite frankly i think the bengals are playing better football right now you know the Chiefs just lost to the raiders and the the stat i saw about that game which blew my mind is that the raiders didn't complete a pass after the first quarter and still won that game crazy how is that even possible they threw for 69 yards in the first quarter not a single yard after that was in the air and they still beat the the reigning super bowl championship champions so that that blew my mind and the chiefs need to to, to fix something okay mahomes is behaving like you know a spoiled brat on the sideline it's wonderful to see wow i i saw a, a photoshop on my instagram feed you know it was mahomes in the back of his jersey said mac jones because that's what he's behaving like right right now okay it's a little bit embarrassing so this game has some serious implications for both teams both franchises moving forward at least if the bengals lose i mean don't make the playoffs they have the fullback of we lost our starting quarterback to injury the chiefs do you still have mahomes do you still have you know the second coming of tom brady and i'm and, 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 and what you know you're in a difficult situation right now you put yourself in a bit of a hole in the second half of the season. You've lost games which you probably should not have lost. And now, you know, nothing is guaranteed for you. And this is an unusual situa- situation for the Chiefs to find themselves in. They've gone from never having had an away playoff game in the Mahomes era to straight up being out of the one-seat conversation. And quite frankly, in the conversation for, do they make the playoffs at all? And I think a loss here does put, you know, a bit of a down on that conversation. I still expect them to make the playoffs, but they they this this if they lose this here, it with how they played the last few weeks, their stock is definitely going to be starting to trend down. If anything, falling off a cliff. So look, this game is gonna be a one to watch You know, it's gonna be a close game. I said it last week. I think right now, um the Bengals with Jake Browning are playing better with the Chiefs with Mahomes. I think the Bengals are the better Maybe. team. I'm picking the Bengals to win this game and you know, mm. I, 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 quite frankly if the Chiefs played anything like they played last week against the Raiders it might not oh. be close, play- I don't expect them to play like that, because that was all time bad you know, that stat that I just said earlier was embarrassing you know, Mahomes gave, that. you know, the Chiefs gave up two touchdowns in seven seconds whilst they were playing offence mm-hmm. you know, Jack Jones you know, playing the Grinch on Christmas Eve you know, giving the ball to a Chiefs fan and then taking it away, you know That was hilarious. I love that. You know, he's an animal. Um, This game is going to be one to watch because it's it's definitely got implications for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, like you said, it's got huge implications and you know, I've been I've been big on the Chiefs all year just as far as them, you know, as far as the AFC, I'm you know not seeing like anybody who's world beaters in the AFC right now. So, I you know, I still think the Chiefs have a chance, but they obviously have to fix their issues and I think their issues are somewhat fixable even though there's only a couple weeks left in the season, but you know, they definitely have to get it right and they're running out of time to get it right like you said. So, yeah, if they if they you know come out like they did last week, this week it's going to be a tough tough ass for them and yeah, like you said, that is a huge game as far as the afc playoff implications go so Samuel, kick it to you man which other game on this slate do you think has the most implications for the nfl playoffs coming up
3: i'm gonna pick a bit of a uh a, a wild card game actually in my opinion this is this is about a, as good as a wild card game here and and look i i said it early early on in the season losing in the in the afc losing games against an afc opponent at this time of year is detrimental with that being said the Raiders and the Colts face off this week this weekend and both teams are coming off of completely different situations one team losing to the Falcons who are presumably not going to make the playoffs another team beating the Super Bowl champs so it's just the defending Super Bowl champs rather I'm gonna go again about my tangent on AP Antonio Pierce this team has taken a dramatic step. Antonio Pierce has given this team an identity and the identity is now on the defensive side. This is now the eighth ranked scoring defense in the entire league. Think about that coming into this year, what that means. The Raiders team, this Raiders team was only looked at because of the Devontae Adams of the world, the Hunter Renfro's. They they were specifically an offensively minded team because that dummy Josh McDaniels was an offensive mind, if we're going to call him that. And mm-hmm. and Antonio Pierce, once he got hired, the defense super shifted. It was crazy. It, like Once he got hired, it turned into a top 10 defense, literally. And it started stifling a uh, uh, Mahomes. Andy Reid offense, a McDaniel Tua offense, right? Like it, it was, it was almost cr- like, like it was like you saw it, and you're just like, what's going on over there? How is this even happening? They're seven and eight right now, going up against Indianapolis, who are eight and seven. Now, for all the credit I just gave the Raiders, I want to give a similar credit to Shane Steichen, what he he's done mm-hmm. with Gardner Minshew, and he's yeah. giving them a fun, a really really fun offense, a top ten scoring offense in the league. So it's, it's almost, it's great to see that Gardner Minshew has proven he can be a starting QB in this league. He can, he can, he can he's probably the best backup in the league. Okay. The mustache really does live on forever. I can't really explain it anymore. Um, look, look, qu- quite literally this game has playoff implications. Okay. The Indianapolis Colts are not just trying to win the playoffs. They're trying to win their division. Yeah. And the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, Lawrence, you mentioned it. They face the Chiefs face the Bengals. If the Chiefs blow that game, oh, we could be looking at the Raiders potentially winning the division. And that's absolutely very, very far. Very, very far away. Like, I don't think it's gonna happen. The but Chiefs gonna lose that, the
1: Chargers in week 18. Yeah. yeah.
3: Exactly. 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 <laughs> is it gonna is it gonna happen? I don't I don't think it will, but think of the context. Of what the Chiefs have been doing in this AFC West for years, right? Mm-hmm. The, this AFC West has usually been decided weeks before week, what is it, 17 this week? Like weeks before week 17. It's usually already decided. But now, well, it's not decided anymore. And is it going to be decided very soon? Probably. Probably. But it's, it, it's baffling to see the Raiders make this close. Even the Broncos make this close. So I say all that to say this. I think the Raiders are going to keep on shocking the world. I think the Raiders are going to, with that top 10 defense, play that smash mouth football. I think they're going to run the ball very well. I think Devontae Adams is going to have one of those coming out parties as well. I I love Shane Steichen's offense, but I just love this Raiders defense a bit more. And I think Max Crosby is going to get to the quarterback at a very efficient rate. I think this game is going to be close. It's not going to be high scoring by any means. As a matter of fact, it's going to be very low scoring. Just the way the Raiders like it, it's going to be 17 to 14. I think Mm -hmm. the Raiders are going to pull out with it. And I believe, guys, I genuinely believe this Raiders team can make the playoffs with how they're, they're playing. They can make the playoffs. They've
0: been playing great, man. They've been playing great. And like you mentioned with Antonio Pierce, if the like if you need to see more at this point for the if you're the Raiders front office like come on like what do you like what are we doing like that's that should be the head coach of your football team for the next decade for me he reminds me of Dan Campbell with the Lions like he just brings that toughness he brings that attitude he brings that culture that rubs off on every single player in that locker room so yeah if Antonio Pierce isn't the head coach for the Raiders going forward the Raiders organization needs to disband it's a horrible horrible organization if they don't hire Antonio Pierce because he's done such an amazing job with that Raiders football team so I wouldn't be surprised. Surprise. They've been playing really, really good football lately, but. Like I mentioned in the read, there's a ton of games with big playoff implications. Obviously, the Saints and Bucks in the, in the NFC South, that's a big game for playoff implications as well. Seahawks-Steelers, that's a big, big game. Both teams are in big trouble if they lose and they're, you know, in a, in a lot better spot if they win. Uh, Lawrence mentioned it. Chiefs-Bengals, a great rivalry even without Burrow. And, you know, both teams need to win. Colts-Raiders, like Sammy mentioned, might be an elimination game as well. But you want to know the one I want to see the most, honestly. I'm going a little bit off the board, okay? And I'm glad that we all pick different games, okay? I'm going a little bit off the board here. What do you got, Jordan Love? Are you that guy, Jordan Love? Let's see what you got. Okay, we've seen a lot of good from Jordan Love this year. We've seen some bad as well. But his number this year, his numbers this year, as far as stats, are almost identical. You look at his stats compared to Aaron Rodgers last year, they are so, so similar. They are almost identical numbers to his and Aaron Rodgers last year. So there hasn't been that big of a drop-off at quarterback statistically. But the beef a lot of Packers fans had with Aaron Rodgers over the last decade is... In the biggest games, he wasn't at his best. He came up small in a lot of big moments in playoff games after that one Super Bowl run, okay? This is Jordan Love's first big test in a first big game, okay? The season is on the line. How is he gonna play against a divisional rival with a solid defense on the road in one of the best home stadiums and fan bases in the league on Sunday Night Football? Show us something, Jordan Love. What do you got? I want to see what you got, okay? If you're going to be that next in line in the Packers quarterback lineage, let's see what you got. It's 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 the biggest game of your career so far against a huge rival. Let's see if you can step up to the task. And I think Jordan Love is very capable of that. He has showed some really, really good flashes so far this year. So I am interested to see that Packers-Vikings game because it's basically an elimination game there. If one of those teams goes to nine losses, they aren't making the playoffs, and the one who wins you know, has a really, really good shot at the wild card. But like I mentioned, There is a ton of games. This week, with huge playoff implications, we got te- we got obviously the, the, the two games that we talked about that are at the top of the, the respective conferences, and then we got all these other games that are going to have really, really big impacts on the playoff races. And we are going to be here to break it down all for you next week, but that is going to do it for us here today on the NFL Gridiron segment here at House Call Sports. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe as well. We appreciate all your feedback. Again, thank you to Vivid Seats for sponsoring this video. Shout out to the rest of our sponsors. That's Lids, Coffee Bros, SportMemorability.com, Pillow Fight, Fugo TV and more. If you want to check out any or all of our sponsors, the links are down in the description. And be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms as well, at The House Call Sports. we got Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter. We're up on threads. We've got merch you can meet, our crew, and we've got blogs up on our website. Our website is www.thehousecall.com. And that's going to be it for us. Peace.
3: That's a fact. What, what? What? What are we doing? We're gonna discredit the Dolphins. You
2: just—you just came off of a ticky-tack win over the Cowboys. You beat the Jets. That's all right.